0: Some good news on the injury front. Wendell Carter and Markel Fultz near their return. What it means for the Orlando Magic and why it's a good thing. People, come on. Let's get to it on today's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Magic, today is December 14th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, some good news on the injury front as Wendell Carter and Markel Fultz near their returns to the court. We talk about what Jamal Mosley said about them in practice and what to expect when they return. We'll get to that coming up here. In just a moment, first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown Podcast covering every single team in the NBA to search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Lockdown Magic is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 money line bet, that's $150 bucks if your team wins. Visit Fanduel.com slash on to get started. Ripping the Band-Aid right off. The Orlando Magic uh, told us uh, at practice on Wednesday. I was not there. I was at the Cure Bowl press conference, unfortunately. But the Orlando Magic announced that Wendell Carter and Markell Fultz participated in parts of practice on Wednesday. Orlando will practice again on Thursday before shipping out to Boston to play the Boston Celtics in a weekend set. No matter how you slice it, no matter how you want to cut it, no matter how you want to say it, we are getting very, 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 very close to the triumphant returns for both Wendell Carter and L. Fultz. Both of these players are are getting are inching closer and closer to their returns to the court, and it is some very, very welcome news. I, I know there's a small subset of fans that are a little concerned. We'll, we'll address those concerns here in a minute, but the bottom line is this. The Orlando Magic have been playing without two starters for the last month, month and a half. Uh, November 2nd was when Marco Fultz missed his first game with left knee tendonitis. That was up in Salt Lake City against the Utah Jazz. Foltz has played has, has missed all but one game since then. Wendell Carter played in that game but broke a bone in his left hand going up for a rebound and securing a critical rebound in that game late in that one that helped the Magic preserve the victory and a big win at that, a breakthrough game, obviously, for Paolo Bancaro. It's been, I don't want to say a lot of, uh, uh been very quiet. We, we've known how, at least, Wendell's been doing. It's been quiet on the Markell front, but the Magic have done more than hold the ship steady, obviously. They're second in the Eastern Conference. They've still got the second-best defensive league. It is a credit to how everyone is so tied together and dialed in uh to to the game plan and to this team's identity that they have continued to win despite missing these players. Um, and frankly, this has enabled the Magic to let both of these players work their way back. Um, you know, it is it is my understanding that Markel Fultz has, I don't want to say been clear to play and and and, I, and I, I, I haven't been able to kind of confirm this independently, but from my understanding, Markel Fultz has been very close for a while and the Magic have been, more more apt to let him work his way back slowly and make sure he double passes all critical checks that he has to pass to get back on the floor. Wendell Carter has been visiting his doctor uh, every week, it sounds like, since he got the cast removed a couple weeks ago. Um, he's been slowly uh, passing some checks. He said he's about 85 to 90% um, fully healed and fully healthy. And, you know, these practices and practices are a big deal for the Magic when you're coming back from injury these practices are more about testing out and seeing how the hand handles trauma you know catching a hard pass going up for a rebound dunking the ball that kind of stuff that's what that's like the last check that Wendell Carter has to get through uh in order for him to be to, to be on the court regardless of when it happens um the magic practice again on thursday i highly doubt the magic will officially announce anything on Thursday. We'll probably get them upgraded to questionable or doubtful on the injury report. Whether it happens this weekend uh, against the Boston Celtics or whether it happens next week against Miami at home, it does feel like we are in the final countdown to them playing. It does feel like we're finally going to get to see them on the floor. And as we talked about on yesterday's show, a big question for the next 20 games of the season is talking and thinking about how they um, how they uh, uh, integrate back into this team. And, and no doubt, that is a huge, huge question for this team. That is a huge, huge question that, that the Magic are going to be facing here uh, over the next 20 or so games, certainly over the next several games as, as they get back in the swing of things. Because make no doubt about it, the Magic have been really good with Goga Batadze and Anthony Black in the starting lineup. Um, there is a small subset of Magic fans that do not want to see any of the chemistry disrupted. I would tell you that a lot of the Magic players, while very appreciative and happy for the way that Goga and Anthony played and, and they are they're, they trust them completely, they all know that Wendell Carter and Markel Foltz are better players that give them a more dynamic attack and are going to be essential to them continuing this hot start, especially against the kind of competition they're getting ready to play but also essential when they get to April. Remember, we're always looking at April. And frankly, if you watched Monday's game against the Cavs, and that is even with the Magic playing pretty well against Cleveland, there were times when that defense completely ignored both Fultz and Black. Uh, There were times that that defense did not care about those two players. And while, yes, Marco Fultz is not the greatest shooter in the world, he is at least a threat that a defense has to be worried about. We'll talk more about him in a minute. Here are the numbers, though, to really drive this point home. This season, the Orlando Magic starting lineup with Anthony Black and Goga Batadze has a plus 2.8 net rating, 2.8 points per one in possessions, with a one eleven five offensive rating, 108.7 defensive rating. That's, that's pretty good. Um, Carter and Fultz, look, they struggled a little bit to start the season, just 9.4 points per game, 8.6 rebounds per game for Carter. 11.4 points per game, four assists per game for Fultz. He yet to make a three-pointer. But in the 78 minutes that Fultz and Carter played with the starting group, the Magic had a net rating of plus 10.4 points per one possessions. That's a 105.4 offensive rating. Yuck, a 95.1 defensive rating Hooray! Um, Look, these are small samples. It's still the second most used lineup for the Magic this season. So if we're going to look at other... Uh, if we're going to look at other lineups the Magic have thrown out and say, oh, that's a good lineup. That's a lineup that works. Um, there's more data on this lineup than anything that the Magic have thrown out, save for the Magic starting lineup. And, and I would argue we all know the Magic struggled to start the year offensively. We all know that that was a, a difficult thing for them. This is, a, th- this is a group that we know works. We know it works. We got some proof of concept with it last year. Um, in their fifty some odd minutes, they were also above ten points per one hundred possessions in their net rating. And frankly, even though it's still positive, uh, positive, the starting group since Thanksgiving, since the Celtics game, is not doing so hot. In fact, uh, the, the the group right now since since the Celtics game only has a plus two point five net rating, which is again about you know about where they are anyway. But that defensive rating has shot up to one fifteen point one. Now, again, that does mean the offense is playing a little bit better at 117, and that's why I have more faith that a lineup change is going to work. We've seen the Magic struggle with first quarters, especially of late. The Brooklyn game, the Cleveland game certainly stand out, but but this team was trending in that direction. They need more dynamic players in that starting lineup. They need players who are a threat on both ends of the floor. And we'll talk about Wendell Carter here in a minute more specifically, but the bottom line is this. The, Wendell Carter and Marco Foltz make this team more dynamic. They make this team better. They can do more things on the floor. And so it as well as the Magic are playing right now, they can play even better. Uh, they can play even better uh, with both of these players on the floor. They, they're going to play even better. And I think everyone recognizes that you know after whatever adjustment period that both Carter and Fultz have to go through, it's done. And, and again, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period. There's no there's no doubt about it. At the end of the day, you want to play your best players. And, and you hope that the best players all fit together and make sense. And, and we have enough evidence to show us that, okay, maybe the offense struggles a little bit. and Maybe we have some bigger questions you have to ask about the offense. We knew that anyway. But we know that defense is going to be really solid. And we know now that Palo's in a groove, Franz is in a better groove, that Jalen Suggs is even in a better group. Now that the rest of the team's in a better groove offensively and and in the swing of things, I think whatever issues that we saw earlier in the season, minus some of the spacing issues, whatever issues we saw, which again, weren't solved by putting Goga Batadze and, and Anthony Black into the lineup, whatever those issues are, I think the magic will be able to work through them. And I think this will ultimately make the magic a better team. When that comes, I don't know, but it is coming soon. The magic are about to get their full starting five back for how long, who knows, but we, they will get to see that full starting five back and we will get to see what this team looks like as a fully operational battle station. Still, there are those questions. So what does Wendell Carter bring back? I read some of his stats. out. we will read some more of them out here in a minute. What Wendell Carter brings to the back to the Orlando magic. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment, but first it's time for a quick word for our friends over at FanDuel. Look, the weather's starting to get a little cooler. We got bowl games coming here to Central Florida. The NFL playoff race, though, is heating up, and it's continuing to heat up over at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So, visit fanduel.com slash on and kick off your NFL season right. It, there's no, you're never too late to kick it off. Fanduel is an official partner of the NFL. So, window card. Um, definitely. I think the 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 big question, the big issue, one of the big things that, that we're gonna be talking about and, and thinking about here uh, for the Orlando Magic moving forward. Um he is uh, he he is, you know, obviously this team's center and, and a centerpiece player for the Orlando Magic. Just, just no getting around it. He is one of the most important players. On this team. And like I noted, he didn't have a great start to the season. In the first five games of the season, the only five games he has played to this point, uh, he averaged 9.4 points per game and 8.6 rebounds per game. That's on an icy 37.3% shooting uh, from the field. Uh, and his three-point shooting was at like 31%. It wasn't a great start for Wendell Carter and clearly not what we expect from him. Um, at the end of the day, that's not kind of what we think of him when we when we when we when we see him play or, or think of him think of him playing we think of him as a player who's able to space the floor out to, to the three point line and be a solid three point shooter we, we do think of him uh in that way um we think of him as uh we think of him as a um just generally as a just a solid player just someone who's going to kind of take care of his of his business in that way. Um last year he shot 35.6% on 3.9 attempts per game. So we expect that three-point shooting that floor spacing that Gogbitadze doesn't give. Um at the end of the day a lot of what the Magic are missing offensively appears to be that uh appears to be that um that push uh that that kind of like little push out the door, that push out the window there to be a, a more aggressive team, to be a team that um, how do I say this? Like to, to be a team that has more options offensively and look, Carter is not hunting for his shot. Goga Bittage's turned out to be a better playmaker than I think we all expected, but he's not someone that's looking for a shot. His job is to roll hard, get putbacks. And he's been very, very good at that. And look, Carter struggled with rebounds early in the season. That's something that's going to have to be adjusted, but he's shown us that he can be an eight, nine rebound per game guy. If not a double, double guy every night. Carter Carter's someone that can score. But really, his biggest value is as a defender. He is someone that stops the other team. And especially early in this, this year, his versatility, his ability to get out onto the perimeter, onto those shooters, was crucial. It was critical to this team's success and to what this team can actually do and actually become. Um, look, Last season, opponents shot seven and 7.05 percentage points, worse than expected at the rim, according to Basketball Index. Those stats aren't out yet. But in five games this season, opponents have made just 39.4%. That's 13 of 33 total attempts at the rim against Carter. Look, if you're giving up low 50s, you're doing a good job. Like Ogubitaze is at 53. I think Jonathan Isaacs at like 49. Wendell Carter was a monster in the paint early in the season, especially as the Magic... Established their defensive identity. Um, it, it again, this kind of stuff is critical for him and critical for who this team wants to be. More than anything else, like when you know Jalen Suggs handles the perimeter, Wendell Carter handles the paint, um, and the Magic having a, a strong paint deterrent. And then you know, again, people don't necessarily think of Carter as a, a great rim protector, as a great shot blocker. But this is something that he is really good about, good at. and his versatility defensively is humongous with his ability to switch onto the perimeter and just make things happen. Um, this is this is what makes Carter unique. This is what makes Carter special. This is what makes Carter such a dangerous player and a player who a player who just makes this humongous impact on the floor. Um, look, I, I love watching Wendell Carter play. I love watching him. I love watching him do these do these things and be this kind of player. Um, you know, I know I've shared my my concerns and my doubts about him, and and look, I, I, they still exist. And I think a lot. I think a lot of fans are kind of feeling it too, with, especially with Greg Ogbadite's been able to rack up huge block stats, but he's also earned the right and, and and can certainly prove all those doubts wrong. He's earned the right to prove those doubts wrong, and that's again, we're gonna talk about Mark here in a minute. That's what's sort of at stake here in the season for him. Um, Obviously, you can't do that when you're on the bench, when you're hurt, when you're injured. Uh, And so that's part of what we have to analyze and what we have to look at with this team. Now, Carter, we'll see how quickly Carter gets back to that level. He's missed some time. Teams have learned how to attack this defense a little bit better. Um, But if he could get back to that level and that intensity on defense quickly, the Magic become that much more dangerous as a team, that much more dangerous as a unit, as a group. And that's that's just, that's just really what's at the center of who the Magic are. Uh, you know, look, Goga Batadze has been great. I don't want to knock Goga at all. Like, he has been far better than I think any of us anticipated. I was a big Goga fan last year because of that interior defense. And, you know, again, he's done his job. Everyone respects what Batadze's done this year, and regardless of what his magic future is, he has earned a place in this league again. Um, You know, he's done the job for himself as much as anything else. But Carter's versatility on offense, ability to step out—you know, versatility on both sides of the floor. Honestly, his ability to step out onto the perimeter—that's a thing the Magic are missing right now. Why do the Magic tend to close games with Jonathan Isaac at center? It's because they want to switch one through five, and Isaac's a good enough rim protector. That they they can do that, Carter. Not that the Magic don't want Isaac out there on key defensive possessions late, they do. Carter gives them the ability to do that, nonetheless. Carter gives them the ability to have to be able to switch one through five again, to have someone who can guard a little bit on the perimeter and, and hold his own and not be you know caught on an island. gives them the gives them the ability to do some drop coverages and to to, to do some of the to, to do some of those actions. Gives them the ability to get out and defend at that much higher of a level. On offense, on top of that, it gives the Magic the opportunity to have someone who can space the floor, hit that 18-foot jumper, hit that three-pointer when the ball swings to him or when they when they pop out to him. It forces the center to be a little bit further away. It's going to keep one less body on Paolo Bancaro. You can't throw your center at Paolo and hope to put size on him when Wendell Carter is able to take smaller players off the dribble or able to take bigger, slower players off the dribble, but po- and then post up the smaller players. This is what it's all about. It's about versatility. And so Wendell Carter brings that versatility back. Again, I respect everything Goga Bataze has done during these last power many games, 17, 18 games. He, is, he has earned the undying love of every matchup fan and debates that people are having about how do we keep him in the rotation when Wendell Carter comes back, are completely valid. He has earned that discussion. But Wendell Carter brings this team a new dimension, a different dimension uh, that this team needs to have. Again, the Magic are operating without two key players on the floor and without two shooters in their starting lineup. Uh, Two spots where they would have at least semi-competent shooters, they don't have that. Imagine what happens when the center has to be worried about Wendell Carter. That's, that's what the Magic are missing right now. And Wendell is good. I mean, Franz Wagner, I think, said it on the Hoopside podcast. He said it on a couple other podcasts that, you know, Wendell Carter, getting Wendell back is going to be big for this team. He is the defensive anchor for this group. Uh, as much as Jalen Suggs is the heart, Wendell Carter is, is, is as just as, as can be just as vital. Um, just making plays and stealing points back for the Magic. The defense ain't going to slip much when Wendell Carter's on the floor because he cleans up a lot of mistakes. That's what the Magic are missing. That's what the Magic have to get back for the games that are going to matter over the next four months. Again, I, I, I will keep repeating this over and over again. We're not playing for games in December. We're playing for games in April and May. You know, We're worrying about what that seven-game series is going to look like. And I can tell you this: the Magic absolutely need Wendell Carter to be successful in that seven-game series, and that's why the Magic have to. That's why the Magic have to get him back and have to have to, you know, use that versatility to their fullest extent. Markel Fultz's return is coming at a big time in his path too. We'll talk about what Markel didn't do early in the season and what he has to do now. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word for our friends over at Dave. Look, at one time or another, we all need a little financial help. And that's why Dave is great. Dave can get you cash when you need a hand between paychecks and help you build credit by settling extra cash advances on time. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less with no credit check and no late fees. It's part of Dave's Extra Cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest and then settle up later. Extra Cash gives you more money to buy groceries, fill your tank, finally get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can even build credit when you settle up on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, get the help you need by downloading Dave. Download Dave today and Dave dot, at Dave.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's dave.com slash NBA. You could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash NBA. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve member FDIC. Don't forget that the Locked On Podcast Network now has the first ever 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. Okay, Markel Fultz is a subject that has become a little bit of a flashpoint. And and I don't know if we'll hear from Fultz on Thursday. If we do, you'll see that here on Locked on Magic. I apologize. I wasn't able to get out of practice on Wednesday. But um, Markel Fultz has become, I think, one of the bigger flashpoints, one of the big decision points for the Magic um, as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline in February. No doubt about it. Markel Fultz is one of the best stories, one of the most popular players on the team, uh, and a guy that I think we're all cheering for. Like, I want Markel Fultz to be successful. He's a great dude. You know, he just had his big Christmas giveaway um, on, on Wednesday, on Wednesday night. Um, Fultz giving is a bi- is a big thing too. Like, this is a guy that gives all of himself to his teammates, to his team, to his city. He's got to be forever grateful to Orlando. And I think Orlando should always be a home for a guy like Markel Fultz. Um, you know, it's just just absolutely, absolutely great. But we I think we also all are beginning to realize and beginning to think about, okay, what does this team, what does this Orlando Magic team need to be successful in the long run? And look, it was a struggle. It was a struggle with Fultz early in the season. He no doubt, the team no doubt had its difficulties with Fultz in in the lineup early in the year everything just felt a little bit off and look, I don't think the magic are admitting this, you know, we haven't talked to faults about it. I really do think that the injury that, that this knee tendonitis was something that was bothering him earlier in the season. He tried to play through it and you could just see how ineffective he was and how uncomfortable he was. But here's the thing, like it isn't just the knee tendinitis anymore. His reticence to shoot, the, the lack of explosiveness, the, the just kind of discomfort with his shot that we saw earlier in the season has everyone a little bit afraid that the, the thoracic outlet syndrome is back. And look, I didn't help with the, with the video that I posted of him working out that one time. And, you know, every workout video with Marco Fultz has become a pruder film. Uh, everyone is trying to figure out, is that hitch in a shot back? Not to my eye, maybe he's, you know. There's always been a little bit of pause at the top, at the top with him. But to me, nothing matters unless it's at game speed, and we'll see how much its effectiveness is when when he's in the game. No doubt about it. But regardless of whether he's injured or not, there were a lot of questions about whether Markell Fultz is the guy. And look, just like Wendell Carter. Markel has earned the right to prove us right or wrong. He has earned the right to show us that he can be the point guard of the future. We are facing a decision point with Markel Fultz, though. He did not, you know, they could come to an accession at any time, so there's, there's no deadline on that. The deadline on that is June 30th. But we are hitting a critical deadline. He can become a free agent at the end of the season. The Magic are clearly a much better team than everyone thought they could be. And we have to begin thinking about, okay, what is who is the right type of point guard to lead this team? And as a leader, Markel Fultz is the right guy. Does a great job controlling the pace of the game. Can, can improvise a little bit, which I think is really, really important when you get in the playoffs. There are a lot of reasons to believe in Markel Fultz. But one of the things that has been successful in this time without Fultz is that Paolo Bancaro has been on the ball a little bit more. Uh, Franz Wagner's been on the ball a little bit more. They've initiated the offense, and the Magic have used their size to create an advantage. And so if there have been some wandering eyes looking at some of the other point guard options on this trade market, like perhaps uh, Malcolm Brogdon is probably the most popular name. I, I, I thought about Terry Rozier. I've seen some other fans pitch Terry Rozier as a potential option, as a scoring guard. If there's a reason that the Magic have looked, or that Magic fans at least, have looked and thought about these kinds of players, it's because the Magic probably do need a point guard who is not maybe your traditional pound the ball, get everyone in the right spots and run things type guy, but someone who could play off the ball too so that they can run Franz as the initiator or run Paolo as the initiator or shoot, run Wendell as an initiator. The point of this Magic offense is everyone can do everything. And so the question then becomes, can Markel play off the ball? Can Markel Fultz be enough of a threat as a shooter that they could still run all these sets? And look, they've still been able to run a lot of this stuff with Anthony Black, who is not a shooter. He's shooting less than 30% from three now. Um, He's willing to shoot, which is half the battle. But the Magic have to find a way to to keep everyone involved. And that's now the question. Can the Magic do this? Can the Magic do this with Markel Fultz? And look again, Markel has earned the right to prove himself. He is—he has proven himself. But this year was a struggle. This year he has looked a bit off. He has looked a, a, a little bit sl- a little bit slower, and that again—that's why I think the left knee tendonitis was an issue that was bothering him or, or slowing him down early in the season, and the Magic it finally got bad enough that the Magic said, okay, we got to shut this down. Let's get you healthy. Let's get you ready for April. Let's get you ready so you're ready in April, March and April. Who cares about November, December? Be ready for March and April. It, again, it's it's hard to say because I don't want to speculate too much about injuries. But injuries have become the defining story of Marco Fultz's career. And unfortunately, your best ability is availability. And so the Magic have to ask themselves, Is he the right guy? I think he is, or he can be, but he has to be. It has to be is, not can. And that's what's at stake here for Markel Fultz. There's always going to be a lot of pressure on Fultz this season. That's what happens when you're entering a a, a contract year. There's always going to be a lot of pressure. Uh, And Fultz, for his part, has... Risen to the occasion on a number of times. His only game that he played was a fantastic effort in Mexico City against the Atlanta Hawks. So it's in there. He's going to be fine. But the Magic have to see it. And now we're going to be playing some pressure games. We're going to be seeing this team playing meaningful basketball later in the season. We have to see a player like Fultz deliver. And it's a lot to put on him. I'm not going to sit here and say it isn't. It's a lot to put on him. But we're in a results-based business now. We're, we're not we're not looking at individual growth. We're looking at how does the individual help the whole? How does it affect the sum? And ultimately, how does it help this team win games? As I said, both Wendell Carter and Marco Fultz are going to make this team better. As good as they played, they are about to get a lot better. But we got to see how it all comes together. And that's going to take a little bit of time to get everyone back on the same page and get everyone back up to full speed. But this team is going to be a lot better with these guys back on the floor. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at underscore omd Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. you're tune in. Google, Play, Spotify, Odyssey. And all the on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listen device. For later on, the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Don't forget too to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. That's patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub for extra articles and content, including my video breaking down Paolo Banquero's game against Cleveland Cavaliers. Again, you can find that at patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. Thank you all again for your support. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.